You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Are you ready to break free from the chains of anxiety, stress, and depression? Mike Moore, author and founding pastor of Faith Chapel and host of the How to Win podcast, is here with his new book, Help, My Mind is Under Attack. Learn how to overcome attacks on your mind and live an emotionally healthy life. Grab your copy now, available as ebook on Amazon and paperback on MikeMoore.com. Embark on your journey to complete mental health and emotional peace. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We are going to have a blast in the Word of God today. I began a series, powerful life-transforming series, entitled The Believer's Covenant of Wealth. The series theme is material wealth is important in God's plan for man. This is our fifth episode. Listen, we're moving down the track. Fifth episode. In episode one and two, we wanted to establish covenant. That's a word that we don't often use in our vernacular. We use things like contract and agreement. But the word covenant is a more powerful word. So we wanted to explain in lesson one and lesson two, what is a covenant? What does covenant mean? What is a blood covenant? How do you enter a blood covenant? In our third lesson, third episode, we connect and talked about the Abrahamic covenant, what it is, the covenant that God made with Abraham. And we talked about the terms of the covenant. We talked, we connected that covenant to Abraham's seed, and we connected that covenant to you and I, believers in Christ Jesus. In our fourth episode, we connected the Abraham covenant to material wealth. Listen, I went back, I listened to that lesson. Oh my, I got all happy and I just wanted to run around the office. I'm telling you that lesson blessed me. You can go back on YouTube. You can go back on my MikeMoreMinistries.com, and you can pull these lessons back up. You can download my app. It's a free app, and you can pull these lessons up. Go back, and these lessons will change your life. So in this episode, the fifth episode, we're going to talk about the purpose and the power of our covenant of wealth, the purpose and the power of our covenant of wealth. So it's going to be two sides to this lesson, two parts to this lesson. We're going to talk about the purpose of our covenant of wealth, and then we're going to talk about the power of our covenant of wealth. You are going to be blessed. Come on, take some good notes. You got your phone. You can put get, put your iPad, whatever you're using, pen, pad. I want you to take real good notes, and then I want you to go back and listen to this. I believe you're going to be blessed. Let's talk about purpose. 
the purpose of our covenant of wealth. When we talk about purpose, the word purpose simply means the reason something is created, something is given, or something is done. The reason something is created, given, or done. So we're talking about the purpose of our covenant of wealth. I'll give it to you in in a sentence. The purpose of our covenant of wealth, the major purpose of our covenant of wealth is the expansion of the kingdom of God in the earth. Now, I want to go back over that, and I want you to make a note of that. The purpose, the major purpose, pardon me, the major purpose of our covenant of wealth is the expansion of the kingdom of God in the earth. Now, I said this in our last episode, that when you talk about material wealth or divine prosperity in church settings and in, uh, in religious settings, somehow we have this negative idea And we teach against it. We teach against divine prosperity. We teach against, you know, material wealth. And and we communicate that this is some extraneous gospel that is unrelated, is man-made, is not in the Bible, is not God. And and for that reason, I'm going to be very heavy in the scriptures. I'm going to be scripture heavy. I want to establish what I'm saying based off scripture. That's what I did in our fourth episode. I wanted to establish it on the word. I'm not really trying to convince you, but I am trying to inform you. It is the spirit of the living God's job to convict you and convince you, but it's my job to inform you. Let's talk about the purpose of our covenant of wealth. And we said that the major purpose of our covenant of wealth is to establish the kingdom of God in the earth. The Bible teaches that there in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is established. So in this first part, as it relates to purpose, I'm going to give you not one witness, not two witnesses. I'm going to give you four witnesses, four uh, witnesses. Witness number one is Genesis chapter 12, verses one through three. I'm going to emphasize the third verse and the B part of that verse, the latter part of the verse. God spoke to Abraham and he said to Abraham in Genesis 1, 12 through 3, I want you to leave your country. I want you to leave your your kindred and I want you to go to a land that I'll show you. And he said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to empower you to prosper. I'm going to make you rich. He said, Abraham, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to distinguish you. I'm going to give you influence. And then he said, thirdly, I'm going to make you a blessing. I'm going to dispense good to others through you. I'm going to use you as a channel uh, for my blessings to flow to others. 
And then in that third verse, that third verse, Genesis 12, verse 3, the B part, the A part is the first part of the verse. The B part says this, and all the families on earth will be blessed through you. That's the New Living Translation. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Now notice that God promised to bless this man, to distinguish this man, to give him a great name, to make him rich, to empower him to prosper. But the end result of it, surely he would be blessed, but the end result was that all the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Right away, if you just think for a moment, think with me, it is obvious that material wealth is critical to all the families of the earth being blessed. And that's why Jesus was sent. He was sent to bless humanity, to redeem humanity. But for others to know this, to get this good news to all the world, it will require material resources, financial resources, or money. It's going to take material resources to get this good news to the whole world so that the world can be blessed. First witness. Our second witness, we're talking about the purpose and power of our covenant of wealth. And, and, And part A, we're dealing with the purpose of our covenant of wealth. What is the purpose of it? Our second witness is Haggai chapter 2, verses 7 through 8. I'll read it from the New Living Translation. I'll read both verses, then I'll come back and I'll give you explanation. Notice what it says. I will shake, this is Haggai 2, 7 through 8 in the New Living Translation. I will shake all the nations of, all the nations and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to this temple. I will fill this place with glory, saith the Lord, heaven's armies. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of heaven's army. Now, let's go back and let's look at this and let's unpack these verses. In Haggai 2.7, God says, I will shake all the nations. I will shake all the nations. That word shake literally means quake, earthquake. I'm going to shake. When there's an earthquake, things shake. The environment shake. Houses shake. The land shake. Things on the wall fall off. 
things on shelves fall off when there's an earthquake. He says, I'm going to shake. You know, I also thought of another analogy. You know, I used to love my wife and I used to love roller coasters. and, 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 And when you ride those roller coasters, we get this big thrill. But it was something about the shaking of the roller coaster. And when that turned upside down, things would fall out of your pockets fall out of your pockets. You would lose some things. What God is saying, and he's speaking prophetically, he said the day will come where I'm going to shake, I'm going to bring a quake, this is supernatural intervention, all nations. And he says, and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to the temple. This is a prophetic declaration And the treasures, the traditional King James says the desire of all nations will come. Treasures. He's saying the day will come where I'm going to shake the nations and I'm going to cause the treasures of all the nations of the world and I'm going to cause these treasures to be brought to the temple. Now, think about it. The temple is a type. This is a prophetic declaration. He's not just talking about the physical temple because that temple has been destroyed. He's not talking about just the physical temple in their day, restoring restoring the temple, but he's speaking prophetically. And some people believe that this temple that he's speaking of is the temple that Jesus will will reside in in the millennial reign of Christ. But I submit to you, I believe with all my heart that this temple is a type. It is a type. It is an Old Testament type. An Old Testament type is a person or a thing or an event or an object that prefigures or preshadows something uh, in the New Testament, a New Testament reality. In other words, the lambs that they they slew in the Old Testament as sacrifices, those lambs were a type of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ coming in the earth. So it was something that prefigure appointed to a greater New Testament reality. I believe when God says, I'm going to shake the nations of the earth and I'm going to bring the treasures of the earth, the wealth of the earth. That's what he's talking about. The wealth of the nations to the temple. I believe he's talking to the church. You see, remember he said in the New Testament that believers that we are the temple. The church individually, the church corporately is the temple of the living God. And I believe that prophetically God is speaking that there will be a day where I will shake the nations and bring the wealth of the nations to the church. Now listen what he says. He said, I will fill this place with glory. I'm going to fill this temple with glory. 
Now, the word glory, many refer to it as the Shekinah glory, the presence of God, the manifested presence of God. That's good. But this word glory, I will fill this place, this temple with glory. It's not talking about just his presence. It's talking about material wealth. Now, remember over in Luke chapter four, verses five and seven in the wilderness temptation. Remember the first temptation that Jesus experienced had to do with turning stone into bread. The second temptation that begins in verse five, Luke uh, chapter four, verse five. It says that Satan took Jesus up into a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the earth. And then he said to Jesus, all this authority and all this glory I'll give to you. It has been delivered to me. I'll give it to you. Whoever I want to give it to, I can give it. If you fall down and worship me, I'll give you the authority and I'll give you the glory. Well, it's obvious he's not just talking about the presence of God, glory. He's talking about material wealth. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world. He said all the authority of these kingdoms, all the glory, the splendor, the magnificence, the wealth of these kingdoms, I'll give it to you. So when Haggai says and prophesies, that I will fill this house with glory. He's talking about material wealth. He's connecting material wealth to this temple. And I believe he's talking about the church. Now you say, how do you know this glory is material wealth? Because in the very next statement, he says that the very next verse, he says, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts, says the heaven's armies. He said, the Lord of the heaven's armies. He said, it's mine. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. Now, listen, it's obvious if we let the scripture uh, interpret itself, he said, I'm going to shake the nations. The treasure is going to come. Then he says, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. It's obvious that the treasures that he's talking about is the silver and the gold. He said, it's all mine. He said, I can shake it and I can cause it to come to my temple. Why? Because he owns it. We're only possessors. You said, well, God can't take something that belonged to somebody else and give it to somebody else. Yes, he can if it's his. See, the material wealth in the earth doesn't belong to men, men or possessors. He says, I own the silver. I own the gold. It belongs to me. He's the owner. We're possessors. He said, I'm going to shake the nations and I'm going to cause the silver and the gold, the glory to come to my house, come to my temple. I believe that the purpose of this covenant of wealth we have is to build the church of God, the body of Christ, to resource the body of Christ to bring this gospel to the whole world. Second witness. Third witness is Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 20 and verse 33. I read it from the contemporary English version. God, Jesus says, don't store up treasure. The word treasure means wealth on earth where moth and rust can destroy them and thieves can break in and steal them. It's obvious that the treasures are not spiritual things. 
because thieves can't come in and break and, and steal spiritual things. He's talking about material wealth. He said, don't store up treasure, material wealth on earth. Moth and rust can destroy them and thieves can break in and steal them. Instead, store up treasures, material wealth in heaven. Well, how do we restore? How do we do that? How do we store up material wealth in heaven? Through our giving. Through our giving, we store up material wealth in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy them. Thieves cannot break in and steal them. But more than anything else, <clears throat> but more than anything else, listen, but more than anything else, put God's work first. Traditional King James says, seek first the kingdom. More than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants, then the other things will be yours as well. Notice he says, take the material wealth that you have stored up in heaven through your giving and put God's work first. That's through your giving. And then he says, all these things will be yours as well. Notice he connects material wealth to putting God's work first. Third witness. The fourth witness is 1 Timothy chapter 6. We're talking about the purpose of material wealth. And we said the major purpose of our covenant of wealth is the expansion of the kingdom of God in the earth. <clears throat> now let's look at our fourth witness. It's found in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 through 18. It says in the NIV translation, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Now notice what the text says. It does not say charge them that are rich in this world to get rid of their wealth, to, to have nothing to do with wealth. No, he says, don't let your riches impact your attitude. He said, command those who are rich in this present world. That's obvious now in the earth, not to be arrogant nor put their hope in the wealth. He didn't say get rid of it. He said, don't put your hope in it, but put your hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. So now you notice that God wants us to enjoy the material wealth because he says he gives us richly all things to enjoy. But the ultimate purpose is not just our enjoyment. He wants us to enjoy it and he puts that first. But let's see the purpose. First Timothy 6, the very next verse, 17, let's look at verse 18. Command them, that's the rich in this present earth, charge them, 
command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. Now notice, that's the purpose. That's the purpose. That's why God wants us. He wants us to enjoy it. He gives us richly all things to enjoy. And the fact that it's richly means we have more than what we need, more than what we desire. We have more. He gives us richly all things to enjoy. Why? So that we can do good and be rich in good deeds. Traditional says rich in good works. And notice what it says, be generous and willing to share. You cannot be rich in good deeds or rich in good works without being rich. Poor people can't be rich in good deeds. So in, in those four different uh, scriptural texts, we talked about the purpose, the purpose of our covenant of wealth. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about the purpose and the power of our covenant of will. And, and we said that the major purpose of our covenant of wealth is the expansion of the kingdom of God on the earth. And we gave you four witnesses to establish that truth. Did you get anything out of it? I thought you said that you were going, we going to talk about the power of it. I was intending to, but it was just so good. We had to establish the purpose first. We had to establish the purpose. Go back and meditate on the purpose. And then in our next episode, I thought I was going to go somewhere else. But in our next episode, we're going to talk about the power of our covenant of will. I trust you got blessed today. Listen, this is our fifth episode. Look like it's going to be about eight episodes. This was our fifth episode. And boy, I'm telling you, my life is being changed presenting this information to you. And I believe your life is being changed, transformed. I break the power of lack and scarcity and want over your life, unfulfilled desires. And I pray that you walk in the fullness of God's covenant wealth. It belongs to you. It is God's will for your life. Listen, I'm out of time. Wow, time goes by so fast when you having fun. Listen, I love you and I pray that you have a great, great rest of the week and we look forward to talking to you next time. Are you ready to break free from the chains of anxiety, stress, and depression? Mike Moore, author and founding pastor of Faith Chapel and host of the How to Win podcast, is here with his new book, Help, My Mind is Under Attack. Learn how to overcome attacks on your mind and live an emotionally healthy life. Grab your copy now, available as ebook on Amazon and paperback on MikeMoore.com. Embark on your journey to complete mental health and emotional peace.